0: good morning from all things SR podcast. Good morning Leslie. Good morning Pam. And how... Are you born to run baby? So I, I am more born to run than you can shake a stat. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> how excited am I? Let me put it this way. I have not stopped listening to Bruce all week. I love it. In the car on Sirius, on, on, on Spotify, wherever I can, I am very psyched.
2: I am psyched too. And very psyched. And most of the just... reason why I'm psyched is not just because of Bruce. It's because of me getting to see you watching Bruce. Because I know what a diehard fan you are and how much he has been a part of your <laughs> entire existence uh, since your early years. That is true. Going to see him in Villanova
0: at the, uh, what did they call it, the Fieldhouse? The Fieldhouse, yeah, and the main point in Bryn Mawr. Yep. And uh, my, uh, who I found out recently just passed away, uh, uh, Gary Goodell's apartment. Yep. Um, his 30th birthday at Madison Square Garden for the Muse concert. Um, vet, uh, Nassau Coliseum in, in Long Island, Spectrum in Philadelphia, Madison Square Garden multiple times, The Today Show once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I don't think I'm obsessed. <laughs> Not at
1: all.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> It should be fun. I'm just hoping I'll be able to walk to the car tonight after the concert, oh. and tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh,
2: we will um, most definitely oh, make word. sure you get to where you need to be um,
0: comfortably. <laughs> it's not. Oh, yeah. It's not even about that. It's. <laughs> oh, and Anna's gotten the championship. I too, know. 90 so right. in the Penguin Cup
2: championship. They win and then to the state mm-hmm. championship on Saturday. I wanted to look up, Anna. Do you know where the states uh, are going to be held, the state championship? I'm just curious. Um, put that in if you happen to know. I was going to look it up and I didn't get to. Sometimes they do it in in at Hershey mm-hmm. Park, at Hershey. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if they do, I'd like to try and go and check it out Um, very exciting good there's just been it's been a heck of a week (laughs) Pam you're approaching stalker status uh, Elena says Shell says it's not an obsession it's a healthy deep interest Shell says That's
0: correct Um, oh I saw him on Broadway too (laughs) 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 no it's not it's not the stalker status uh and uh the 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 most money i ever paid for ticket for him was uh i bought two tickets for the spectrum in philadelphia and i took my sister and it was i think twenty one (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars
2: again a deep healthy interest (laughs) <laughs> absolutely <laughs> oh my gosh oh this it's uh, the uh, states are out in western pa this year rmu sports complex in pittsburgh ah oh, uh, i was hoping it was nearby I, i'm gonna be bopping around a bit uh, i'm not gonna be able to make it out there but i'm super excited for him and for you and for even getting this far is really remarkable so uh, very, very exciting yeah. week in terms of sports, uh, not just for Anna's uh, number 91, but I have to give a little props to my beloved alma mater, Penn State, uh, have my Penn State shirt on. They made it after a decade to the dance. They were in Marcus. They made it to the finals of the Big Ten. Uh, this is for men's basketball. Um, which has mm-hmm. just been, they have been on, the, as one of the commentators said the other night, they're one of the hottest teams right now because they are just on a roll. They were not supposed to get anywhere near this. Um, they came a bucket from being the Big Ten champs, um, and they won their first game in the round of 64. So now they are playing a game uh, tonight. I was hoping it would be this afternoon so could be at Penn State and watch it. But instead, we're going to be at Penn State watching Bruce. So I have a feeling we have the game on out in the uh, concourse. Um,
0: well, did they make it through? Because I know my uh, Purdue got shut out last night. Virginia's been shut out. Well, let, um, me, let me just say a moment. Mo-
2: I, I typically follow UVA. And the Cavaliers mm-hmm. were upset the first day, along with Arizona, And let me tell you, I love me UVA coach Tony Bennett. He is, as I always tell Pam, the George Clooney of college basketball. Check him out. Mm -hmm. He is one of the most decent and inspiring coaches. He's not just adorable, but he is a really good coach, and he's really great with that team. And I just was so sad for them because they, you know, they – had been doing so well. And it happens. But that's the beauty of the madness. I love the Cinderella stories except when it happens against UVA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just excited Penn State made it this far and I'm hoping I'm hoping they beat Texas. I know it's going to be a tall order. Um, but you never know. That's the beauty of the madness. You never know is so, right. I
1: mean
2: I I mean my
0: my the and team Pitt, I normally state, Joanna,
2: I'm pulling for Pitt. I like to I like to root yeah. for the Pennsylvania
0: teams. Um, as well. I I was, um, you know, this year I was disappointed because neither Villanova or St. Joe's made it. Which is shocking. I know, but it's also a family history thing. My grandfather went to school there. He taught there. My dad and his brother went there. You know, and so it's, uh, there's a, a family history with Villanova that has always been a big part. So I've always rooted for them. And, uh, but Iona got in, and unfortunately they got, they were shut out yesterday, but uh, I live near New Rochelle, so, you know, the Gales were always a big thing up there, and, and they had Rick Pitino mm. as their coach. hmm So that, I'm sorry about that. And as far as Pittsburgh goes, by the way, yesterday was match day for meds. students. Ah. And uh, my former colleague, Patty, her son was w- awaiting to see what his match was. He went to the University of Pittsburgh That's, Medical School. Well, congratulations
2: so. to him. That's a huge achievement. And yes, um, yes. just super so. excited. also, you know, I, I do, um, I just, I love the excitement around college basketball. I just am sad. This week's been so, we had a lot of things going on at work. And then um, fortunately, unfortunately, but fortunately, my mom had A hospital stay um, but she's getting released today which is good so just please keep prayers and if you pray please keep my mom in her your prayers um, for continued recovery Um, she just had a nasty as you do when you're almost 80 she got a nasty UTI and it really Mm -hmm. spiked her temp and but they were able to get everything under control which is good so, but good. it's been quite that's the week, good. and I'm very excited that we can see Bruce and have a little fun this weekend.
0: A little uplifting event, yes. And so, not, so and much better I, now, I, so the it's, only other it's thing really
2: been remarkable.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, another thing. Please, 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 any of you, please do whatever you can to avoid COVID. I've had the worst week of my mm. life ever afterwards with what they call covid fatigue pam's I been yeah. yeah it's a long it's a long recovery, I, I, man i know today, uh, i'm glad we got a room geez. up
2: there and that way you can rest i'm so mine we'll take so it mine, but it i won't was, i um, won't drag you out bar hopping don't you worry pam oh you can do that <laughs> you can do that that's not a no. problem
0: <laughs> no
2: we're gonna be good maybe a little bit but yeah i, I, did I mean tell us artists i, I prepare okay. the bail money just in case
0: good good because we may need it um (laughs) i don't know anyway anyway so whom we have not spoken to yet this weekend i know or gotten any messages um but uh you know we we party on party Party on on, Pam. because you know you know who was in that movie who's in that movie the late great Clarence Clement. Oh my
2: gosh, he was. That's right.
0: Yeah, he was. And uh, you know, so that was always uh that that was always like a bittersweet because that's when like Bruce and the band kind they kind of separated there for a while and he it was right after he uh, divorced Julia Julia was in Julian Phillips? Yes. And before he married Patty. There was a time frame in there when he just had a breakout in the own. He, he did the albums Tunnel of Love, and uh, I forget what the other one was. But it, there was uh, that was, a yeah, crew was. salon alone in another backup band, and then and mm-hmm. then they back. To, and yes, rest in rest in peace, Bobby Caldwell. Yep.
2: Oh my so. gosh! Yes. How about that? That was mm-hmm. surprising. It was. It was. And so, there was yeah. other exciting news in the fold this week with the announcement from Passion Flicks. Aha, uh-huh. yes. Can I tell you how excited have, I am about Passion
0: Ton in gonna Puerto be, Rico? It's going to be fun. I
2: am so excited. I can't even begin. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the last time I was on the island was my honeymoon. Yeah. Was it? It's been that long since I've gone. We kept planning things and they didn't fall through. Now, of course, my husband's been there husband's p- several been times there. since. Several um. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. times. <laughs> Brenda. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's such a beautiful such island and amazing. I just love it so much. I, I'm, I'm beside myself. I am going to do everything I can to try and go. WEPA! That's right, Brenda. I think the two hotels in the running mm-hmm. are nice. I didn't know which... Can tell us more, Brenda, what hotels... Yes, yes. Because I, I didn't see it well, that Well, and I honestly... I have been, like I said, a little bit buried. I've, I've seen clips... Um, I, I did get to see, I, I do have uh, people text me when things happen, so um, that's how I get to stay in the loop on a lot of things, because, oh, the Fairmount and the Condado, oh,
0: nice. Ah, nice.
2: Nice, nice. Very nice. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes, I need to uh, <laughs> start saving now. Keep um, rolling. <laughs> Which, well, it's a good thing I've been working all these hours. I should get a decent bonus, which will help. That's usually, that's how I funded the last Passion Time. So, Um, Mm -hmm. Brenda said the chandelier in the picture she posted gave it away. Thank you, Brenda, for being the sleuth. All right, guys. I'm actually going to put the um, website on in the chat for you so we can check them out. Excellent. Mm. Actually, I wonder if will will fun. in uh, Carolina. 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 I'm thinking probably that's usually, that's
0: probably right outside of, right outside of uh, San Juan. Uh-uh. Right. And yes, Cheryl, it's Puerto Rico. It is it the is PR. It is the
2: PR, not the DR. Do you know? As I
0: like to say. Uh, uh, I like to say. Right. Uh, do you know I've never been to the Caribbean? Oh, Pam. I do Never. believe it. Not
2: once. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Wait till you see it, ladies and gents. Um, I'm wondering which one they're going to do. Condado, mm-hmm. I think, is a Hilton property, if I remember.
0: Right, and and you know they they, they haven't officially. Stayed at where they're going to be yet, so these, these are, are these ideas, maybe. Oh my gosh!
2: Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we, so, maybe we can get. I'm thinking this is the Condado Vanderbilt with the five star hotel. That looks about the speed. You
0: were at the Ritz Carlton the last time, was, weren't you, out in California? Was,
2: and these are, again, as Pam said, they didn't specifically announce. Um, I don't know if this, we'll see if this site works, too. Um, I, as Brenda noted, she could be wrong on the officially. They mostly booked marriage, so who knows? Um, both look lovely. And I honestly, I, I have no doubt they will find the the right one for the event um, it's just so much fun i just oh absolutely i can't there's something so special and magical about that place i can't there's so special and if you have time of course it's going to be a great weekend but really tag a couple
0: days of, uh, before or after if you have a chance really tag a couple days yes I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see what their um their their pricing schedule is. I mean, if they if they could if you know if they came to you and said everything must be paid 100 percent by February the 14th, let's say just for a date, then and you can pay on it yeah. until then, that would be great because then I could probably swing it. But if I have only can only do yeah. it three payments or four payments, that's gonna, I wouldn't yeah, be able to do that. It's, so
2: it's, it's a it's uh, it's tough. Um, because we're on the East Coast, the flight is mm-hmm. going to be a little bit... Because then you've got airfare on top of that. ...better, um, especially depending on what time of year they do. Mm-hmm. Sure last, um, will it be next year? And yes, it's sometime in 2024. They have not announced when. Yes, April 2024. Um, last Passion Con, the first Passion Con was in May. It was early May. So I don't know if they're picking that time of year, if they're going to do a different time of year. Um, Puerto Rico is, a you know, an island, so the weather you know, is pretty constant. i fairly certain they won't uh, do it during hurricane season. That's the only thing I can pretty much bet they won't be doing it around August. Uh, but I'm just saying... I'm venturing out that'll be April or May because June starts hurricane season. Mm-hmm. And last time they did payment plans, she said she thinks it was four to six months, Pam. Um, yeah, Betty says, I just hope it's not during hurricane season. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot imagine any way, shape, or form they would do this event of this scale during hurricane season. I just don't see it happening. Um, no, no. I did. There so, would I mean, be too much we money to lose. We went to PR in August if it was and we had a blast and there were no hurricanes around us. But you just, it's very unpredictable. Um, and Elena said, have mm-hmm. been blessed to cruise throughout the Caribbean 19 times. Uh, she's cruised from San Juan several times, but have never spent more than a day there. So excited to hopefully do that. i It's just so great. Uh, there's San Juan, and then there's part of San Juan called Viejo San Juan, which is the old part of the city, and it's just so beautiful, um, mm-hmm. and there's so many shops, and there's so many restaurants, and um, and then outside of the city, and there's beautiful churches. Now, of course, to be fair, I have not been there mm-hmm. after Maria, and the island really was devastated terribly. Um, so I don't know what's Mm -hmm. still, um, what's still around that I got to see back in the day. So, um, but it's a small Island. It's about 300 miles. Um, so it's, it's really drivable. Um, if you have a chance, I mean, we, we drove all over, we literally drove all around the Island, North, South, East, and West. And um, mm-hmm. even in the central part, we went. We stayed at a coffee plantation one
0: night. It's really city beautiful. City I could get one. Wow. It's <laughs> really beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, no, my mom had a, a friend uh, from school, a neighbor, who married a uh, yes. a man from Puerto Rico that's and southern, they lived in Ponce. That's the southern part of the island. That
2: has a lot of, there's a ton of culture there.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. He he was, he was in banking, so I, I don't know where or what. Because mm. the last time I saw this woman, I think I was about 10 years old. Yeah, she'd come to visit her and, sister. And Betty
2: wonders what so, they'd premiere at
0: PassionCon. Yeah,
2: I'm curious too, Betty. I, I have there's so many things floating around in my head, you know, in terms of what projects they may be working on, mm-hmm. um, you know. Could it be the Black Dagger Brotherhood? Could they do it then? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, it depends upon when they start filming that. I don't even know if they've even started casting for that. I mean, I'm sure they've been looking, but I, I don't know. Yeah. They probably have. Well, I tell you to get uh, the uh, screenplays written too. I'm
2: curious. I'll, I'll tell you what i going to do. The every screenplay. time I'm looking at actors now, I'm thinking because I've I've started reading that series and oh my gosh, I'm sucked in. I'm totally sucked in. Um, book the book one establishes the world, so you got to get through book one. Just in my opinion, it was there was a lot to take in in book one. So just go with it. It, it, you just completely, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. The world, the world building that, um, J.R. Ward does. Oh, Elena says, I have a friend who has a B and B on the edge of Mm -hmm. the rainforest Mm -hmm. was without power for eight months after Maria. (laughs) Yep, No hurricanes, please. Oh my gosh. Elena, I might have to reach out to you about that B and B. Uh, the rainforest is on the eastern part of the island, El Junque. It's the only rainforest in the U.S. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Lily, who was part of the um, uh, yep, yep, uh, Hispanic uh podcast group for I think the Florentine series, she, she or it might have been Gabriel, but I, I'm not sure which, but anyway, she um. She was really devastated during that hurricane. Uh, her mother lost. I, I think her, mm-hmm. she either lived on top of her mother, her mother lived on top. I don't know which. But I mean, she that was yeah. completely destroyed, and she's actually living yeah, in, I, in Texas I, now.
2: It's it's so. a lot of people left the island. A lot of people left the island. My husband's Puerto Rican. I can't. I don't know if I mentioned that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, that, no, maybe once or twice. But in uh, case uh, someone's not, not at all. new. Um right. <laughs> yeah, his, of course, he doesn't really have any family left on the island. They're all in this, in the continental U.S. now. So, um, but his family's from
1: mm-hmm,
2: Guayama. Mm-hmm. is his mother's side, and his dad's side is from um, Aguadilla. So that's the Western part. Had he stayed on the island, he probably would have been a surfer. I always joke with him about that because um, there's excellent there's excellent surfing on the west coast. Um, <laughs> Nothing they do wrong a lot with of surfers and competitions there. Um, Cheryl said, uh, "Well, Brenda said they have so many scripts out now, so maybe one of those." And Brenda's going to do some checking for us. She's going to ask at Readers Take Denver. <laughs> But don't say anything. Good.
1: Mm-hmm. No,
2: I, you know, hopefully, I bet they won't. That's something they won't know until closer, I think. To see, because you can't predict how filming is going to go. And that's true. All that that's true. Kind of and,
0: um, yeah, I, and as far as Fifty Shades, if you're talking about E.L. James, I know that she's doing, she's, uh, just posted the new cover for her next book, which is The Mistress*, which is a sequel to The Mister. But um, as far as filming another Fifty Shades mm-hmm. of Grey or Darker or Freed, no. That they won't do. But uh, Brenda's saying that the uh, Vanessa uh, Fields books are between Fifty Shades and Jesse Ward and very dominant base. So maybe that's it. But... Yeah, so uh, you know, and and they wouldn't be able to do the That's Fifty right. Shades anyway because the rights are owned by Universal. That's right. So as are the Mister, mm-hmm. and uh, nothing's been said about the Misses yet. So Definitely. that comes out in June, so that'll be fun. So, anywho, anywho, since I still, <laughs> uh, since I still yet. that is not a bag yet. I think you know the show's at
2: seven thirty, right? So, we'll be good.
0: Right, right.
2: It's only it's only ninety minutes. We'll be from fine. I have yeah, not packed so. my bag yet. Yeah, but and it's you only two two and, and a half
0: to your house.
2: So, <laughs>
0: Oh, so. to see your house. I, yeah, if I have to take a break, I know. Two, but two, Pam, two, uh, hit the restroom. Listen That's to your matter. body. So You're I'm only a good, couple weeks I'm out,
2: of, and I'll, I was going and, and uh, to say i drive up from my us. house. Trust me,
0: I could do that drive-by. Yeah, because you know the way better than I would, So obviously, since...
2: Oh, I can't wait. We'll, I, we'll do a driving tour
0: of the to campus. It's just so exciting. I cousin went there, but no. I know.
2: I'm getting, I'm it's getting excited yep. now. I'm, it's I'm pulling well. out of my so. anyway. crazy, crazy week um, stress, so... Um, but I'm also excited as I turn this besides being super excited about passion con. And now I have to, I really have to find a way to go before I was like, I really want to go. Now I'm like, I have to, have to, have to go. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm really excited also about Mm -hmm. this chapter that we're covering, which is another of the SR's uh, Mm um, many, many parts, (laughs) To a chapter, chapter, chapter 10 of Gabriel's Redemption. It's a pretty long one. There's a lot to cover. So we're breaking it into parts again.
0: And. That is a big chapter. (laughs) It's
2: massive. When I, when I was going to ask some of the questions, I couldn't believe. I could not believe all the things (laughs) <laughs> and yes, Brenda, we will hydrate. <laughs> she can't have both of, mm-hmm. all pa- of y'all passing out, as she said. Um, Yes. <laughs> all, always. I'm, I always have your voice in my head,
0: Brenda. Don't you worry. <laughs> Did I ever tell you... Did I ever talk about my friend when we went to see Bruce uh, no. when he did the river tour in the 1980 and how <laughs> it was the day after Thanksgiving at Madison Square Garden and I'd come to Philly to have Thanksgiving with my mom because it was also, her birthday was always around Thanksgiving. She's the 26th of November. and But we had gotten these tickets and so Su- Suzanne and I had made this deal because I took the train back and forth. That I would meet her at the bar at, I think I, I, told, mm-hmm. I, think I told her about 2.30 or 3 or something like that. And, of course, by the time I got one train to the other train and got to drop my bags off at my house oh and my got down to the bar, it was 6 o'clock. The concert was at 7.30 or whatever. But our, <laughs> our plan was to drink white Russians. <laughs> very, very big Lebowski of us. White Russians... And then we were going to go to the concert, so oh she gosh. had been drinking all the White Russians. I had not. And we got in the car. We're driving down the West Side Highway and uh, had gone into the city. And and um, of course, there is a um, a funky cigarette being passed back and forth. And we had mm-hmm. also decided that we were buying Coke. <laughs> Not a lot, just enough for a line, maybe two each. That. <laughs> Don't judge. And um, it, we did that. We bought that and we get down there. We park the car near the garden and we're walking up to the garden. And there's you know, in New York City, there's McCann's pubs or, or bar is everywhere. <laughs> and of course, there was one near the garden. And we went in and... A, a um, person that we knew from because the Bronx. we ran in go, going in, so we went in with them. And, and so we're, we're drinking and, and uh, getting ready to go to the concert. And Suzanne also took takes a Quaalude. Loop. Okay, I get no, no touch. Oh my
2: gosh, I, I'm laughing. At and comment. she said another chapter of the Chronicles of Ham. Uh, <laughs> and Patty said, You mean you did? Coca- Suzanne a quaalude, though, this is like Coca-Cola. this could be dangerous. I do remember this story right, the story The quaalude so, is what prompted right. my uh,
0: memory on this. Uh huh. Yeah. So I and I, I, I didn't do that do them because they are they would I have never did quaalude so I ever and so we we get we finally get into the concert, we're sitting there in the concert, and because of the bartenders we knew in my Plains, New York, they hooked us up to the bar t- uh, bartender down in um, Madison Square Garden. And so when we could, we would go back and get a drink, like an intermission and stuff, which was fine. And so we were leaving, we did not stop at that bar along the way. We ended up, we're driving up to... Um, uh, driving home and we come into New Rochelle and there was a bar across from Myona College that was called Bumpers that, and we knew the bartender and the owner so we stopped in there and we're rowdy because we have our Bruce Sweat t-shirts on and we left there and, and went to a place in Larchmont, New York because we knew J.P. J. Monaghan <laughs> and then we went, but ended up at the bar at, at the Single Wing. So we go walking in. It had to be three o'clock in the morning, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. We're walking in, Bruce! Bruce! <laughs> and like, got Gary and Gene Pomfrey. God bless him. He was a he was the bartender, and he's a, he was a guy I also worked with in my day job. And uh, he was like, "Oh God," he's just shaking his head as we get standing on bar stools. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it, it was it was, but. We're leaving Madison Square Garden, all mm-hmm. right? Suzanne is now so wasted from everything that happened, everything we she's done and we've done. Oh, my gosh. She's literally like a, a pinball <laughs> going from side to side to side. Uh, finally, I had to grab her and hold on to her because she was just literally, she'd hit the wall, bump over and hit the other wall. As uh, I believe coconut so, water yes, may so. not
2: have helped in this situation. Just saying.
0: Um. I was fine the next day, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> uh Suzanne, on the other hand right i I because we went out that that night and uh that Saturday night or whatever night it was because we God knows if those days got mm. confusing um she her eyes looked like they were dragging ten feet behind <laughs> her. <laughs> as so, Elena anyway. says
2: multiple chapters for this one and I'm so happy you've lived to tell us all these stories oh Pam Betty says you are a wild cracker
0: see and this is what I'm trying to corrupt Mackenzie for oh my gosh not necessarily as far as I have gone
2: oh my gosh <laughs> too funny you know, it really I so, yeah, yeah. Well. we will I, I can assure you
0: we will we not will be, be that we will not tonight. be
2: doing all of those activities <laughs>
0: um, today.
2: To no. be clear, no but we're gonna have fun nonetheless.
0: Yeah, we are. We, 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 well that's the thing. that's what got me. That concert was the one that prompted me because there was a man sitting across the aisle from us with his two kids. And they were younger kids. They mm-hmm. weren't teenagers. And I said, oh, that is so cool. I hope to God if I ever have children, because I hadn't met my husband mm-hmm. yet either, I want to be able to bring them to a Bruce concert. And I was able to do that with Patrick. And that, that was like a, a, a fantasy fulfilled for me, just to be able to turn my son onto something like that. I love that. So I yes.
2: love that. As Anna says wild and fun life and shell said this is all back in the day and elena says yeah, that's right. back in the day things were a little no, bit different. no judgment as uh, elena says i say mm-hmm. this fondly when i say i'm not sure you would ever get kenzie to this stage <laughs> no i won't i won't i'm passing I know that. the torch to kenzie but, god help us all just kidding Betty said <laughs> <laughs> and it's sweet that uh, you were able to take patrick i think that's really cool
0: yeah um, it was really cool very it was really very cool, very cool.
2: Yeah. so so anyway I mean,
0: i'm sorry you I digress. digress that's okay it's a good di- it's a good digression. or as or as greg from uh, new orleans sees in it says in his Gregisms, isms i, digre. I
2: Greg. oh my gosh mm-hmm.
0: that's another mm-hmm. one we'll have to check out Yeah, you do. It's fun.
2: It's good. But now we turn our attention back to Gabriel and Julia in Chapter 10, first part. As we said, we're going to do these in the parts because there were lots and lots to this chapter. And even in the parts, this is very densely written. There's a lot going on. Um, SR always packs a lot into those prose, as you know. Mm -hmm. So we begin um, after... Julia more or less was like, step down, step aside, step back, Gabriel, um, calm down because Krista's baiting you and you're taking the bait.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, (laughs) Brenda says we love a good party queen. Yes,
0: we do. Okay. And. You gotta you got know when to hold them and know when to fold them. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, in this in
2: this case, when this chapter starts, it's pretty it's pretty intense. Um, the greatest fear, the greatest frustration, had been realized they did not think Krista would be winding up here at this event. She w- wiggled her way into this um, into this gig, and of course, was holding court, really trying to smear and ruin the reputation of the Emersons, in particular Julia. Um, And so Gabriel was ready to tear her down. And Julia begged him to just stop. You know, you, you don't take her bait. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yes, if this were like Bridgerton, Chris is trying to be Lady Whistledown. I think she's, I think she's yes, seeing she beyond that. Um, truly, Chris is, Chris is really trying to destroy um, Julia, it seems. So, and, and trying to get Gabriel's attention because she is scorned because he didn't go after her. So, Gabriel's furious, and as he watches Julia walk into the lecture hall, he was only seeing the pure rage that Krista brought in him. He really wanted to teach her a lesson with his anger, but knew Krista and her seductive ways, and having, the, having witnessed what she was try- how she tried to seduce him in Toronto he figured she'd probably enjoy how he would teach her a lesson. <laughs> and he, mm-hmm. I he, I love this chapter because SR brought back a little bit of snarky uh, narrator here. And he said, yeah, yes, he and she did." She'd also probably take pictures. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was really fun. <laughs> and yes, mm-hmm. f- FYI, telling someone to calm down usually
0: escalates the situation. <laughs> I think that's like one of the first things a parent learns when their kids having a yes, temper tantrum. Yes, or,
2: or when your spouse <laughs> is having a temper temper tantrum, right? <laughs> well, that too. That you too. just need to t- take a break, take a take a pause. Not that not, not calm down. Just
0: step take a away. deep breath. Get a glass of water. Calm down. Yeah, <laughs> breathe. Um, mm-hmm.
2: So. You know, he was reflecting that he was furious enough. You know, he wanted, he really wanted to take her down. But he was not one to hit a woman. And he thought, except for that one time. And I was really fascinated how this anger triggered so many memories for the character. And one of them, you know he was reflecting on things like, you know, this is inside of me. This is in my DNA. Um mm-hmm. Because my father, right. And he said, I'm inheriting right. this gene, you know, I'm predisposed to violence because of my father. But then he tried to, he tried to push that thought aside, you know, his temper. um And, and his his wanting to act out, he really thought he was he was kind of born into it. And I was I was Anna when I read this chap this part I was like oh my gosh Anna's gonna have so much to say. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, Anna's su- suggesting give directives and an innocuous task to do or focus. Yes, mm-hmm. redirection, right? Um, mm-hmm. So. He did have a temper and he knew it and he remembered he would got the best of him with one woman and he drift, his thoughts drifted back to Toronto and how he was in Toronto. His nights in lobby where the women were beautiful and the scotch was plentiful and he had been really, really depressed. And there was plenty of music and beautiful art. And Gabriel just took advantage of it all. And Paulina paid a visit and had gone back to Boston. And, you know, this whole depression he was in was kind of caused in part by that. Um, They restarted their physical relationship. And every time he put his hands on her, he vowed it would be the last time. Um, But he never he never refused her. She kept coming back and he wouldn't refuse her. And he's in this cycle. He was trying to drown the feelings at lobby where he was a VIP after all. And he just kind of, you know, reading this, I was like, yeah, he 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 exchanged one addiction for another. Right. He instead of the cocaine, he was on the alcohol and he was in the sex. And he would have a different woman every night, sometimes two, and plenty of scotch. And <laughs> Pam's comment with all that drinking, he did not suffer from the Irish curse.
1: <laughs>
2: and uh, Betty said, Me, Gabriel, breathe and picture yourself in an open field with cows. Count the cows. <laughs> <laughs> and Shell said he felt like the demon, so he acted as the demon before Julia. Yeah, I mean, I think he's the monster, right? You know he he right. felt he felt lost. He was untethered, and he felt like he was evil, and he couldn't he, trying to find solace in beautiful things, and and women, and in alcohol.
0: In um, a beautiful but, environment. Oh, though, I'm, I'm sure too. He liked
2: the finer things, but he just he just couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't oh, Gabriel, go. you're not predisposed to an anger and abusive response. You have a type of temperament and haven't had a good therapist to help. <laughs> Anna, no. utilize that to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Anna. Yes. You know, but he's thinking you know, that. Right. So he he's mm-hmm. in that space of such low um, esteem in, in his personal life. You know, he felt very proud of his academic accomplishments. But when he it came to his core being, he really felt low. Um, and mm-hmm. he said, you know, Gabriel, when the Phantom of the Opera felt lonely, he wrote opera. Perhaps you need to write opera. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad uh, suggestion a bad. there, Betty. Um, I bet he would have written a good one.
0: Uh, Odyssey <laughs> with the cows. <laughs> so so nothing, had
2: him. nothing had helped him. Haunted by his last encounter with Paulina. <laughs> he really was thinking he, he really needed to do something because he was really tempted to pick up um, cocaine again. Like he was really getting to his wits end. He was one encounter away with her, he thought. And then he met Anne. They both had enjoyed fencing and even fenced a few times at the club. And the last time they fenced, they ended up in a dark room where they had a brief sexual encounter that was hotter than the sun. So again, he go he went straight to the women um, to kind of relieve his, or, or try to make himself feel better. But um, with Anne, it was more than that. She had promised new things, exciting things, sensual delights that he'd never experienced. So she was very compelling. Um, And you know how that character uh, of Anne Singer is. I mean, the way she's written is just so so much of a manipulator um, in some ways, but also very clear I mean she's she does not lack pretense right she is what she she is what she is and she doesn't hide um, what she does mm-hmm. she's very clear um, and Betty's covering her ears and it says plus uh, Gabriel has that self-loathing and he and Julian's goodness on a pedestal and he has Julian's goodness on a pedestal which is also an unrealistic assessment yes mm-hmm. so he is seeking solace in the world of Anne. Anne. Mm-hmm. She was able to pull his mind into his body, and it confused him. It made him unable to think or even worry. Um, you know, he kind of got lost in the, the physical, and the pain he was experiencing made all the emotional pain go away, or at least he thought at the time when he was in the situation. Um yes. He really, got into he really got into that space that felt he felt he could, felt, escape. He felt
0: um, could escape. Yeah, I and forget what that space is called in call BDSM. It's headspace. It's, is it headspace, subspace, subspace or it. something? It's subspace.
2: For all of our BDSM people out there, is it subspace? Yeah. Um, Betty's saying this chapter is insightful, but just like Paul's scenes with Allison, difficult to read. It is. It is. Um, You know, the pain he was experiencing made all the emotional pain go away. But then Anne didn't just want want to physically dominate him. She wanted to mentally dominate him. And that's when the humiliation came. Go ahead, Pam. You were saying?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I was you know I was saying, you know, we, uh, obviously many, most of us have read 50 Shades of gray, and we can see Christian Gray in his, his Dom space and how he, that hid so much of his pain mm-hmm. being the Dom, because then he could inflict the pain that was inflicted mm-hmm. on him to whatever sub he had. And it wasn't until Anna came along that that took him right. out of that to a good part. But, well,
2: Annie and Anna, I digress. Anna, you're tracking where I was going to say. The word "control" came to mind when I was reading this too. Anna says, "Like a cutter, changing physical pain for psychological pain. Uh, you know, it's the same kind of concept, right? It's pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pain as the distraction, as, instead of women as the distraction, or alcohol as the distraction." Um, mm-hmm. In Anne, he tried to give up responsibility, i.e. control, but he couldn't relinquish control, and that's in his personality. And that in en- absolutely lies the challenge, right? Um, and I, mm-hmm. think he, I think he was fine with giving her the physical. But when she was trying to play with his mind, because she wanted to dominate yeah, his mind was- as well as his body. And that's where he right. realized she was-, she was trying to break his will. And that is n- that is in his personality not to relinquish control. And I think a lot of that is based on, his, I'm guessing, Anna, you would know better than I, but I'm guessing that's from his childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was looking for an escape. And I think, I think if Anne would have just stayed in the lane of the physical dominance, dominance there wouldn't have been an issue. He was escaping into the pain mm-hmm. and he was in his own way giving up that kind of control and blanking out on all the other um, internal pain that he had, but and wanted both mind and body domination. And when he realized she was trying to break his will and it was that tweaking of his psyche, as soon as he realized what she was doing was really problematic. Yeah. Brenda says mm-hmm. she was a dominant, not submissive, not at all. And, yeah. Betty says Anne was not a good submissive because she didn't really listen to Gabriel on his needs. She just wanted to control him. Yes, she was totally dominant in that respect. And when she was trying to break his will and she was tweaking his psyche, and the pain is what he could accept, but not the psychological pain that she was causing. And mm-hmm. Anna noted as well, in Bof, he did boxing in Boston earlier, which is a better avenue for his physical need for mm-hmm. um And Betty meant dominant. We knew what you meant, Betty. Yeah. We're with you. So...
0: But a good Dom will always know what the sub needs.
2: Well, and, and this is where, you know, so much of that, those relationships, of course, based on my... Um, very mm-hmm. small knowledge of that world, um, based on what you read. It's always consensual, consensual, consensual. But I feel like in mm-hmm. this case, mm-hmm. Anne was uh,
0: abusing uh, his trust. Oh, yeah she definitely was. It because, was a power uh, uh, terror, you know, I think. And and you know, um, um, my, the, the, my knowledge of BDSM is basically from yes. Fifty Shades. So. It's not extensive either. Um, but, it, you know, what Erica wrote about, you know, especially more. I think more so in his side of the story, was that Elena was, uh, you know, she was a child predator, mm-hmm. number one. But, as far as the BDSM goes, she gave him the pain that he could release right. through that. But she also kind of knew her limits because she would she had to know what be, you know what the sub would need at that point as well so not to go right. overboard except for the fact that he was a child but yeah yeah money details anyway but
2: I, but i mean that's I, dig I agree i think that's the point that this was you know she wanted domination completely and mm-hmm. i don't feel like there was this understanding of, of being, um, yeah, exactly, Anna. Um, mm-hmm. she, she was out for the power and she was out to, you know, as Anna notes, Anne was a very mean and abusive person. She wanted to dominate and control for her pleasure. And it really was for her pleasure only, mm-hmm. um, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, and Anne was infected of a dominant cause she also wanted Paul and Julia. She can't read that People that well, I think Anne just was on a power trip. <laughs> Shell says, "Yeah, she's a wackadoodle singer." Is <laughs> she is? And I think that should be a new clinical term. <laughs> you
0: no, know, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Um,
2: and and Professor Payne, Shell notes, didn't follow the rules of explaining and caring for the sub because I don't think she was worried about no. that. But man, the psychological pain she was causing to Gabriel was extreme. He was screwed up enough and he didn't want to add that to the issues. And he started resisting her. um, And as he resisted, you know, she would be saying that he was topping from the bottom because Gabriel, mm -hmm, um, when it came to these mind games, was not going to be submissive to her he was resisting and he was fighting back. She was rewriting his past to what she wanted. And he, when she was kind of weaving this tale um, to try and get under his, under his skin and in his brain and, and have him break, she really mm-hmm. wanted to break him. He was very mean. Um, mm-hmm. So some of it was really close to what he went through. But he did not want her to go on kind of probing in the psychological manner. And as she kept talking, Mm -hmm. it kept getting more. I think she was getting closer to his some of his truth. And he couldn't take Mm -hmm. it and just saw white. I mean, he was white with fury. And he he broke his hand from the. Shackle or whatever restraint he had, and he backhanded her and sent her to the floor. So really, really
0: furious. Um, oh yeah, he 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 really, you know. I mean, and I and knowing the character of him, even in his worst phases, uh, he was never in physically cruel with right. anybody. He was mentally cool, but not yeah. physically cool.
2: Yeah, and um, Anna said, oh, yeah. we have a lot of diagnoses that are not in the DSM-5. And um <laughs> is saying, not picturing Professor Payne drawing up a contract, just saying, true. Christian yeah. Gray shaking his head in disapproval with Anne. Uh, Betty noted. Singer doesn't have a conscious shell set or a moral compass. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. 100% Betty, and Anna noted. Gabriel has something she wants and can't yeah. ever have. Shell noted, and that's true. He was not going mm-hmm. to let her dominate. dominate him, him mentally. He submitted to the physical pain because he wanted the physical pain. He did not want that mental. He, he, didn't, want no. he didn't want her to break him. No, and it's you know, as instinct, Betty's laughing. It's it within him, and it was not something that was part of what his DNA.
0: No, and again like Anna said earlier, it's like the cutting. Every experience that they had together where he where she was physically mm-hmm. hurting him and taking that pain away is like the cutter who cuts themselves who who releases whatever psychological pain right. there is. So Betty, Betty finds this this particular scene laughable. She says, I don't know. I just found it funny that the professor would even be tied up.
2: <laughs> well, I think in some ways, I mean, it could be looking that way. But I think he's there because of such a sad reason. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. find it funny. I just felt I, I found it sad. I found it all sad. It is um, very But sad. I understand. I, I know it.
0: It's funny peculiar, not funny. Yeah. Ha ha. But as as we yes. used to say. Yes. So now he's standing in St. Anne's College and he couldn't remember what Anne said that had drove like him like what that point. what was
2: what what was the final straw? What was yeah, the trigger?
0: That that? What was that trigger, yeah. All he could remember was the blinding fury. And as uh, he stood uneasily, she didn't move. you know, he's like standing over, right. huffing and puffing. And it's all of a sudden, a door flies open, and it's her bodyguard. You know, that tells you something. If he has to have, they just have a bodyguard to take anybody into her dungeon, then you know that it's, she's pretty. Hefty. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and he. I he think that's her power. Bodily tossed. Too. That could be. And uh, he, you know, he was flung out in the snow and his clothes following him. His poor Armani pants getting all wet and with sand. <laughs> His poor Armani um, pants getting. Now, do you think he wore Calvin Klein's or do you think it was something? Oh my else? gosh. What are? <laughs> boxers or briefs? Anyway. I think, I think we established um, it was boxers, didn't we? I think it was boxer briefs. Betty will know. Betty will know. <laughs> And she- Does Gabriel wear boxers? Boxer briefs or briefs? <laughs> and she's... I, I don't see him in tidy whities so... No, no, no. No. Anyway. so I vote for Commando, um, that, but... <laughs> well, I'm sure that that has happened many times as well. Um, but uh, this was the last time he had had any kind of encounter with the... Uh, uh, with Ann. And uh, it was the final time he was ever involved in BDSM. And yes, boxer briefs were in the movie. And he wears boxer briefs, says Betty. And Brenda. hmm And so it revolted him that it he gotten that violent, he would never hit a woman again. And he had not explained all this to Juliana and wasn't about to now. Some things are better left unsaid. I don't know. Do you... I'm, I'm just curious because I, I yeah you know, I can only speak with my relationships there there were things that I I never uh told Jim that was just first of all it it had nothing to do with our relationship um but why why bring it up to him I wasn't hiding it it just we just never talked about it anyway, anyway. and I never I never asked him about his Past relationships either, except his ex-wife. Yeah, but that was it. Anyway, it was irrelevant. Um, yeah. So he had, you know, he he, he got himself together mentally, and he made a list of the, all the Dante specialists that had been hanging around and and mentally taking notes on this conversation that was going on between Krista and and he and Julia. Um. And, uh, but he also realized that he needed to neutralize Krista
1: mm-hmm.
0: and her, her gossip mongering. And while this was embarrassing for him, he did not want to tarnish Julia's reputation. But, they, but basically Krista had called her a whore and suggesting that she had won her degrees by being on her knees. And with that, he straightened his bow tie, smoothed his shirt, and walked into the lecture. Theater. You can
2: see that happening, right? Mm-hmm. Just kind of—it's almost like he's adjusting. He's getting his armor on. He's—he's he's ready to go into battle. Absolutely. Calm and cu- absolutely cool is. as a cucumber. Of course, but you know, there was a lot of comments here. Um, Betty had said, I know the scene was sad, but it seemed funny at one moment. He just snaps and then gives Anna a taste of our medicine and she didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And Anna said, Betty, I find it difficult to believe he'd allow himself to be restrained. Um, true, right? He would have prided himself that he mm-hmm. would give, um, have been able to take it. I agree with that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, in terms of the boxers, of briefs debate. She said Under Armour needed to contain that. <laughs> <And> Betty <did laughs> and said that I knew that without having to think too hard about Gabriel's underwear. Like, why on earth do I know this by heart? <laughs> Forgive me, Paul. <laughs> oh, Betty. You know that because you've uh, and- asked that question a million times. I actually was pretty sure of the answer, too, because I remember that was a much... Uh, discussed a much discussed topic, topic at one point in time that sr bless his heart actually helped to uh, c- clarify
0: facilitate
2: things authors never expect expect to be asked by their readers right
0: absolutely probably the and and I'm and I you know if there was as as far as the movies go if there was a good intimacy coordinator there was padding in there so that there would be uh, not not necessarily the roll of quarters like um, <laughs> some rock stars used to use in the seventies but a place where there was less definition, <laughs> shall we say?
2: And Brenda said, "Haha, Brenda, because you liked what you saw." <laughs> mm-hmm. And Shell says, with our group, and expect Shelton. anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
2: so that's... I know.
0: Brenda's like, like, oh, my God, Pam. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I am very curious about intimacy coordinators because I can remember <laughs> an interview with Natalie Morales, Jamie Dornan, and Dakota Johnson and, um, when, yeah, when, when there was a question asked, and I forget what the exact question was, um, and Jamie tur- or Dakota turns around and says, well, you know, there was a fluffer. <laughs> and Natalie Morales, the presenter at the time, mm-hmm. had no clue what she was talking about. And when she said, well, what's a fluffer? I, I remember Jamie Dorn and blushing horribly. <laughs> And covering his face. So I think intimacy coordinators are very important. Of course. That's a reality. It is. It is.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) uh, One thing, um, Anna, uh, Anna, Anna's saying, Fluffer. I know. Um, But Betty actually wondered, and I wondered this too as I was reading it, if we'll get the flashback of the scene She says, I doubt it because Professor Payne didn't come to film anything from Redemption. Um, True, true. Although it would be interesting. It would be interesting to know. Maybe they slid that in during the last filming of the last movie. You never know. Um, I also think it could have just been. I I I to be honest with I, you I,
0: they not have it in. I don't think they'll have that or and I don't think that they'll have um Krista's uh scene with um Paciani in the hotel. I
2: think they'll have it, but I don't think they're going to show the
0: physical abuse. Okay. I think I, I don't know. I I just
2: because I think that's I think that's a part. Of the story, it's also, it'll be interesting to see if they kept it in the script or not. I think they will, because yeah. it's kind of like karma in a way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I don't think they're going to show it. I think it's going to be.
0: Like walking into a hotel room, him being upset and shut yes. the door. Or then, and the
2: next morning, her being be- bruised and beaten but not showing him physically assaulting her. It's hard. I mean, that, that, that was hard to read. And as evil as she
0: is, nobody deserves that. So, um, and Brenda's always amazed to see how, how, how they cover up the bits. (laughs) Um, it, now, I mean, I there is an intimacy coordinator I follow online, mm-hmm. so she has a lot of information, and it's it's really fascinating what they do to make sure everybody's comfortable with what they're doing. But aside from that, I can remember a um, a, a, a interview with Jamie Dornan and Graham Norton, and on the sofa with him that night was um, Liam Neeson, Helen Mirren, who, by the way, I did not know had been lovers at one point in time. They lived together. Um, and, uh, I don't, I forget who the other person was on the couch that night, but they, they were talking about, uh, he was talking about they, he, they'd given him this pouch to wear mm-hmm. and he, he, you know, he says he called it a wee bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And it had an inmate's number on it. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Inmate number three, Pam, is what Elaine yeah. says. <laughs>
0: uh, oh
2: my gosh.
0: And, I, I, but I, just the way he called it, a wee pouch, and it had the inmate number three inside. Because apparently they give you a few to try on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. And, anyway, and, and, I die, um, Greg.
2: And as, Said, I can't see passion flicks filming that just alluding same with Krista's karma. Mm. Um, Betty noted and you're right. I forgot. She only did film for inferno. Um, lovely actress, by the way, mm-hmm. her and her wife are she awesome. Is. I she had is. the privilege of sitting next to them at the dirty, sexy saint premiere. Um, cause they were in town, they were in New York and, um, they, yeah, came they came to support Passion set. Flicks and they were, they're really great. I, mad respect for them. Um, yeah. The, let's see, Pacciani <sighs> deserves what he gets from the Florentine contingent, Shell noted.
0: Mm-hmm. And, that Bed- No, Ava didn't, Ava, there were very few p- things that Ava didn't like, and, and rapists were one of mm-hmm.
2: them. Well, and. Um, Anna also saw that Graham Norton show. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that one. Um, and Betty said, I think they'll take out any extremely aggressive scenes because they are targeted towards women, and Passionflix tries to make women feel like they have a voice and control over the situation. I'm going to yeah. be very interested That's I- in how they do some... I, I, I think it's... They may not take things out, but I think they're going to be very mindful of how they shoot things too. So, so as I'm I I like reading to the violence without showing the violence, because as I'm reading some of these books, I'm like, mm-hmm. some of this is heavy stuff. Um, but I think it's one thing to be like good and evil vampires versus lessers um, or others. Um, you know, if you see torn, it's different when it's kind of that kind of an action scene versus a Mm -hmm. an abusive situation um Mm -hmm. so yeah that would be you know i'm going to make a list a running list of questions to ask passion flicks and then have it available for when i see them because things that i think about fly out of my head when i'm there Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i think that would be an interesting topic to kind of dive into with uh
0: tasca with, with Tosca, yeah. And some, so. and some of the other directors. Um, I so. mean, and I, as far as the intimacy coordinators go, I, um, I remember in a uh, Zoom chat or a live that they did with uh, Gabriel and, or with Julio and Melanie and Tosca, um, something was asked about that. And they said that the first one, no, but they felt very comfortable with um, Tosca directing them and what they were doing. But I, I, I think she said that in, the, in Rapture, they, at the, when they finished the Inferno, Inferno, they did have an intimacy coordinator on. And you mm-hmm. can even tell to an extent of um, in, the, in the final film, you can kind of, the way, uh, you know, you don't see a lot of Julia or um, Gabriel. Naked. I mean, they're yeah. naked, but not, not to the extent they were in Inferno. I don't think. So, but like, I could be wrong, but I just. Yeah, I think. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, the 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 whole concept is interesting. It really is. Yeah, I think. And, and this woman, this woman I follow, has her PhD in in something or other. I think psychology. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But she, you know, she, she di- helps direct these scenes because she, has to, she wants to listen to what the director wants to say and how he, you know, how that might be portrayed. And then also, what are the co- actors comfortable doing? Right.
2: Well, and Anna's actually interested and, and in researching that, intimacy coordinator now. And Brenda notes, Tosca was the intimacy coordinator for all three of the first films.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. Betty says, remember, they did take out the line in Inferno where Gabriel comments, Julie is on her knees more than a whore. Mm-hmm. That line was harsh and I mm-hmm. hated it in the book. It was taken out of the script mm-hmm. for the film. So, yep, so. I think it'll be interesting to see. Yeah.
0: Um, Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting to hear yeah. your considerations and um, what goes into being an intimacy coordinator you know, the training in the background. Mm-hmm. Anna, maybe that could be mm-hmm. a next gig for you. Anything's possible. So. Well, my friend, it's quarter after the hour.
0: It is quarter after, and yes, I still have to that's pack. that's fine. Not a, <laughs> Not a problem. So I'm going to leave us with a little Pat Metheny, mm-hmm. um, and it's called And I Love Her, which is a Lennon McCartney song, which I've always loved. And I like the way Pat Metheny has uh, done it for himself. So mm. everybody, you have a good week. And uh, we'll talk next week. And uh, we'll get as many pictures out yes, as we Yes, and, and just uh,
2: there's some bit, some good ch- uh, last-minute comments that I'll share. Um, okay. Elena noted they did get better at placing Melanie's long hair over her breast, et cetera, the mango scene. Um, is one that comes to mind to keep her covered so they were being conscientious about how things were portrayed Anna says truly people learn about sex from movies so thank you betty yeah. for wishing us fun at the concert dominate varsity hawks anna yes 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 good luck on mm-hmm. tuesday we'll be thinking of on that. you guys um have a wonderful week, everybody! Yeah. Thanks for all your good wishes. Um, Elena Damn. says, Pam, you're still recovering, so please limit yourself to five bars or less."
0: <laughs> 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 and hats, now said. that would be, and that would be incongruent. In, you know that that would be right yes. for me <laughs> anyway. A, anyway, but no, you know, you're right. You're right. And I can't do what I could do when I was twenty-four now either. We'll be we'll be careful, and we'll have fun. Anyway, so have a good week, and we'll talk to you all next week. Everyone.